Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello, welcome to Nobody Panic. What's cooking? Oh, Steve is so slick, so good. What's cooking is this episode on how to cook. Welcome, come on in, into the kitchen, pull up a high bar stool, get a drink and gather round the hob. I'd like you to be imagining my kitchen as having an island, which is all I personally want. I very recently nearly moved flats and um, purely i'd say maybe 90 percent. it was based on the fact that there was an island in the kitchen yeah. and i was like yeah i think i will pay that amount of money for an island and then had to stop myself because i couldn't that's the thing it's an, an island is the ultimate no man is an island but most women want one but, and there we go and there we go that's the thing it was it's all anyone wants if, if i may um uh, it's a real barrier to cooking because I've only started cooking since I've had a kitchen that isn't like infested and hideous. And I think that that the the island mentality is very crucial to cooking because in your head you're like, yeah, I'll cook when I look like a cooking YouTuber. Exactly right. Exactly. When you're like, when I've got the stuff, then I'll do it. Um, so I did a cooking course with the Avenue Cookery School. Very nice. Lovely people. Um, but the thing about a cooking course is you are at a beautiful uh, individual island and somebody brings you the exact right amount of ingredients in a little <sighs> glass bowl and they're all sort of there for you. Everything looks exquisite and you're like, yes, uh, yes, I can cook. And then you make, you know, profiteroles or whatever. And, but then you try and take those skills back to your totally crap kitchen where you don't have any of the things and no one's helping you and you certainly don't have a sous chef who's like just popping things doing the kitchen porter job just, and just like, washing as you go many, how many glass bowls can you even fit in your kitchen you exactly know? So it, it becomes really tricky, you know, and we watch these amazing, we watch all the amazing um, cooking shows and they've all got all the bits there. And you're like, I don't have, I don't have that many glass bowls and I don't have the wherewithal to, to measure. You are supposed to measure things out, you know, ahead of schedule. Anyway, so I understand that it's, that is what holds us all back is we have a very clear vision of like what cooking is supposed to look like. And then we have our own current kitchen state, you know? Mm, and I think mm. psychologically you can become so disheartened with your current kitchen state and your current psychological cooking state. Absolutely. That you, for, for about four years, I would look up a, a recipe and it would say ounces and I'd be like, don't know what that is. And then I'd just give up. <laughs> exactly. So this is welcome to how to cook. And 
uh, this one I did a shout out on uh, Instagram and I've been genuinely overwhelmed with people wanting to give in their top tips. And so just to say, I'm so sorry if I don't name you um, individually, just know that you were seen, heard, appreciated and and ignored (laughs) and crucially ignored. No, hopefully um, they will all, they'll all feature. um, Lots of them are, lots of people said the same things. So if your thing comes up, be like, that's me. And it, it, it was you. It was you, uh, among others. Um, so before we get into that, though, what's, what adult thing have you done uh, this week, Tessa? It, this is a naff answer, but mine is related to this episode, um, which is that we finally got around to doing the How to Cook episode because we wanted to do this one for so long and w- people kept asking us to do it. And we were like, yeah, 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 but we don't know how to cook. So we'll have to find like a, some, a guest, a, an expert to come in. And I think the confidence to be like, yep, we can do this episode i feel confident enough now i've taught myself enough things to be able to do this is a really huge um adult thing for me because cooking was honestly my worst skill by a country mile um so to have the confidence to like talk on a cooking episode that's my adult thing stevie congratulations that is i'm very proud of you i've been my adult thing it's also food related and also you related um i've put an onion in a glass yes please and i will transfer it today into a pot lovely to have a project and just keep growing that onion i'm really into it so tessa's baby how to how to cook i would say both of us are um crisp and dip sort of cooks Uh, yes we're both not natural cooks and even right before lockdown happened so i know this happened in the beginning of march because i just moved house and five people came round in a very very casual way and then i was like oh i'll make some i'll make some dinner and I was, I had a small cry in the kitchen and all I was making was pasta with a jar of Lloyd Grossman sauce. And I was so stressed out about doing it wrong that I wasn't doing it. And then, and then I served it and I was like, it's not very good. And everyone was like, no, it's not, but <laughs> it's also the best thing you've ever made and then everyone was basically just shouting things that i had made for people in the past or like things i'd messed up and then one of my an ex-housemate was reminding me of the time that i tried to make these cookies burnt the pan so badly that i couldn't even wash it and so i hid it outside <laughs> because i thought oh they're coming back i'll just hide this for a second obviously forgot about it months later they were like where's my special baking tray and i was like oh fuck it's it's under the it's under the roses <laughs> out back completely ruined anyway what I'm doing here is setting the scene of a person who really does not like the kitchen. It is a place of extreme fear. And but but lockdown has allowed me space to be to get get it get it get, to get right in. Get right in. And I'm coming from, I'm coming at from uh, a place of I very much have always cooked, but I've always so when I was at uni and um, also right up until my god, maybe like three years ago. I cooked the same thing pretty much every night because I'd panic and be like, well, I, I do like it, very much a hob, very much a hobsman. No, not a going hobsman. anywhere near that often. Absolutely. No. And then, um, because when things be, go in and they come out totally different. They come out totally different. You can't control that. I don't, you can't often, control it. You can't see it. I, I stay with the hob and I never veer away. Okay. I, We're going to start with two similar basic things. One okay. is that, um, we're going to be talking about cooking here and not baking. Cooking is like, throw it in. Have you not got an onion? Try this. Like, haven't got any lemongrass? 
Some lemon zest will do. Uh, you haven't got this? Not to worry. Halve those. Um, whack it in the pan. Baking is like, you do not deviate from this list. It says 67 grams of plain white flour. You need 67 grams of plain white flour. I've started to see it like Snape's potion classes. Stevie, that's exactly what it is. And indeed, somebody on Instagram messaged me exactly that to say it, it's an art form. It's the Hogwarts Potion Lab. Take it seriously. And also you may be in like, um, when you're in fifth, in fifth year um, and you're, you're doing your newts and your owls, maybe you're like, okay, what? maybe I'll try a bit of Wolfsbane with a bit of um, whatever they're cooking in Potions Lab. But you don't come into your first class and be like, I'm just going to mix some, some things up here. No, you stick to the goddamn recipe. You're not the Half-Blood Prince, are you? No! Stevie, yes. So number one rule is maybe you're going to become the Half-Blood Prince, but you're not right now. You're in first year. So just do the instructions listen read the things and i don't love baking because i don't love to read the instructions and i always am like oh wang it in here's a bit of flour there's a bit of <laughs> a bit of gravel a banana will that do they're nice put that in it always comes out absolute shit because you've got to follow the instructions so we're not really gonna be talking about baking today as baking this is cooking and the other thing is that everybody is obsessed with exactly that being the half-blood prince like putting your own ideas in the margins, um, all the recipes that were a mistake of like, oh, and then one day I didn't have the right paprika. So I put in this like saffron blend and I invented this whole new thing. We're all obsessed with that vision of us, of, you know, and therefore we become overly experimental in the kitchen when we actually don't know what we're doing. Mm, mm. So build, yes, by all means. I mean, I'm not saying stop experimenting, but like break the rules when you know the rules, you know? learn to make a good basic thing and then be like, okay, now what can I do? You know, get yourself really confident, really in the routine. Don't start already. Don't walk in there day one and start just throwing things in the pan willy nilly because it will be a disaster. And then you'll lose confidence and lo, the cycle will continue. Mm. So this is a nice tip from somebody. Uh, this one is uh, start practicing by cooking for someone that you love. Oh God, I'm terrified. I've gone very sweaty even thinking okay, about that. Okay. Talk to me about the sweat. So my uh, sweat glands have activated because uh, I feel like I needed to be confident in a dish, me tasting it. So if I taste it, I'm like, that tastes like shite. It's just me eating it. And then I'll know what to do next time. And then I'd be like, great. So I will probably have made a meal like three or four times, ma minimum, that's what I meant to say, um, before... I will be like to, to my boyfriend, oh, do you want to want me to make you this? First note for you, Stevie, is to be like, it's okay. Like, you need to just get in this habit of being like, oh, it was a disaster. No problems. Like, oh, oh no, don't shake your head. Okay, tell me, tell me. Because <laughs> when dinner is ruined, that's the worst I thing. know, I know, I know. Okay, right. This is my friend Ella's book. It's called Midnight Chicken. It's Ooh. absolutely fantastic. And in it, she writes at the beginning, if it is a disaster... You can put your coat on over your pajamas, like in the tiger that came to tea, and go down the road to the cafe for sausages and chips. If it is a disaster, like it is okay, then it takes that pressure off you of being like everything that has to everything has to be good. Okay. Because I and I understand it one hundred percent of being like dinner. If dinner's ruined, life is ruined. Okay, I feel slightly better. May I have at least one go by myself before? I think you should get in the habit of just being like, "Here it is. This is what I tried today." Right. And just be like, "It's okay. If it, if I fucked it up, I fucked it up. No problem. We'll we'll try. We'll have okay. something else." Okay. Lots and lots of people uh, said, "Get a fantastic knife." <laughs> 
get a really, really good knife um, from a chef's like shop. A knife or, set? Or from like, a- what's because it's also different types of knives. That's the thing. Is like, I remember, like, you know, I know what, and I now know what a bread knife is after when I lived with uh, my sister and her boyfriend, and her boyfriend's an amazing cook, and I'd just be like chopping an onion with a bread knife, and then had a heart attack. Right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So the serrated blade one, that is the bread knife. You want um, a basic, I think it's called a butcher's knife. I've lost, You've very I've much gone into a problem, but what we, what you can do is I guess you know the sorts of things that you're going to want to cook. So like look it up and, or you get, get like a nice, nice knife set and then you're covered. If you've just got one crap knife in your kitchen or you're cutting things with a table knife or, a or bread your knife. own hand <laughs> or your own hand <laughs> look, or the key, your own car keys. <laughs> We've all done it with the keys to the house. My house keys for like a year. Someone was like, what's this on the key- on the keys? And I was like, I don't know. But I did know when it was an avocado. Oh my <laughs> I God. tried to so a good set of knives and it's unfortunate that obviously we're in lockdown and people can't buy things on the cheap but like tk max has a fantastic cooking range car boot sales getting things secondhand people always a bit, uh, you know you feel a bit like oh i don't want to get cooking stuff secondhand but actually you can get fantastic pans um dishes knives all of that great stuff you can always get secondhand they're always at car boot sales they're always at things like that and so it's worth like you know and then you're like oh this was a pound as opposed to like 90 quid so people recommended a great knife and a great pan and a set of scales and i think if you've got those three things then you're ready um, go ahead questions i've got a little pan set from john lewis okay and you've Mm -hmm. got a frying pan in there you've got a slightly smaller frying pan in there and you've got varying sizes of saucepans now if you had to buy one pan, how can you boil pasta and also fry your onions? Okay, sorry. You need one, in your life, you need one mm. saucepan. Nice. Understood, understood. <laughs> and one deep uh, frying pan. If you, if in a total crisis, one of those like wok pans will do you I bloody you love right. a wok and that is my dream, but I would have had to have the cupboard space to even think about mm, it. A wok, if, if you've got the space for it. Um, what I'm... What I've got, and this I would put on your birthday list or a Christmas list, list is uh, the Arga deep iron uh, pan, which has a detachable handle. But isn't that just for Argas? No, it happens just to be in the Arga cooking range, but oh, it's great. for anything. Okay. So what it means is I do everything in it. I do all my frying, and then you can put it in the oven. Detach the handle. Hello. You feel like you're on the homestead in Little House on the Prairie. Carry it from the oven to the table, clip it out again, and now it's a dish on the table and it's just, you know, mother just whipped And um, Also, I just you feel know? like I have to say that some people listening will be like, I'm 21 and have more knowledge of cooking than you. <laughs> <laughs> and what I want to say here is, yeah, we know we're very relatable and that's why you listen to this podcast. So... Just enjoy it when Tessa's getting very excited about her one pan, okay? And if one of the if one of the tips are don't cut your avocado with your car keys, enjoy it, <laughs> enjoy it. Also, I so confident this morning was like, Stevie, I've really, I've really got this under yeah. control. Yeah, <laughs> you did, <laughs> you did. Um, I also have, um, yeah, I was going to say also on the car boot thing. If you have crap cutlery in your house, you can always get amazing silver-plated cutlery. It's always at car boot sales. Um, and it's always mismatched or at charity shops, whatever. And it's like a pound. But then you're like, it feels so nice to have a decent fork, mm. you know? And also, like, you can't just get, mm. like, there are, it's not that expensive to just buy, like, like cheap knives and forks. Only the queen will know mm. that it's cheap. Just get, like, nice, no, simple, nice, no. simple stainless steel knives and forks. No, they're like, they're like 
they're like 30 quid Are for they? a set again no knowledge yes. zero knowledge that's the thing Steve. That's, this is why i say this point because i was like who cares we didn't have any forks and i was like how much can a fork be and then i went to the shop and i was like are you joking i'm not paying that i made so my own i made the, my own out of hand so i whittled my own and so yeah even if you go to ikea even if the crap is set and they're all like 20 30 pounds for for a nice fork set and they do feel crap so i promise you that um it's hard to get nice nice cutlery it's so hard sorry. no that's okay and that's again one of those transition things when you first leave home for the first time you're like what i have to buy my own fork. I think what's happened is I've got forks from like when I was freelancing I'd go and like um go into different offices yeah. shift work yeah and I just I didn't mean to but I just came yeah, home and be like oh I guess I didn't mean to but I just stole the good forks. It's always yeah. forks it's never like a knife and that's because of the sort of food I was eating very much only fork based food. Hey I'm Ryan Reynolds at Mint Mobile we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does they charge you a lot we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Okay, next tip. So that's now you've got your basic. You've, now you're completely sorted in the kitchen. You've got you've one got knife, you've got one pan, and you've got, I think, a fork. That's it. You've got your fork that you stole. You've got one big knife that I'm describing as a butcher's knife, and everyone at home is is reeling, going, oh, "Fucking hell, it's not a butcher's knife, oh, you idiot." That's like a meat definitely this knife set. We're definitely going with knife set. You've got a knife set. You've got your big. You've got your big deep frying. But pan, not a deep. And you've not got like a fryer. <laughs> no, not a deep. Sorry, not a deep fat fryer. Just like it's deep. It's got steep yeah. edges. Oh, yeah. You know. And like if yours is sort of bashed around and the bottom is wibbly wobbly and it's like got years and years of like burnt stuff on it, like that is going to affect how you cook and therefore what you eat. You know, like there is a reason, and it'll 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 heat up at a different rate because the bottom is literally at a different mm-hmm. angle. And so, like the flatter your pan can be, the like more even okay, your cooking. Okay, no, I just can't. I've never seen a pan that's got an uneven bottom, and I'm I'm, I'm reeling. You've definitely had a pan in your in your possession that had a completely got uneven. It. It was just it was just out of shape because we've been cooking for years and years, and the heat has just molded it. Okay, so now we're into the now we're into okay. the real deal. Okay, number one slow okay. down 
both in your life and in, in everything else, slow the hell down. So I was responsible for just, you know, you chop an onion, you throw it into the pan on the highest possible heat, or you throw it in, then you turn the hob up because you're a hobsman. It, it, it gets hot with the thing. It, it's, it's a it flame. Gets, sorry, it gets hot with the thing. <laughs> okay, no, no, please, more. Thank you. Sorry. Okay. Um, the onion is heating up at the same time as your pan what? rather than your pan yes, getting understood. Yeah, yeah. Got it. Yeah, yeah. Rather than your pan getting hot, then you put your mm, onion mm, in. Mm, mm. Also, the, the, the concept of slow so, heating, there was a tweet recently that was like, all of you, I can't, I can't remember the exact numbers, but it was something like all of you people cooking things for like uh, 40 minutes in the oven on 180. Why don't you just cook it for one minute on 14,000 degrees? And then you, it's like, <laughs> that, it's that level of like, when you realize, oh yeah, when I put the onions in the pan and with the oil, and I'm like, ah, they're probably done. So much nicer if you actually fucking just cook them. Yeah, exactly. So the first time that you ever actually cook an onion, you're like, oh shit. <laughs> okay. Because there is a reason that people write these cookbooks. There is a reason that they say these things. You can't just, I just, it's like that like time we tried to talk about like being late to things. You can't just look at the distance and see that it takes, it's a mile and say, I'll get there in a minute. Like you can't, you physically can't. So you can't look at, you can't say like, oh, cook your onions for half an hour. And you'd be like, a minute will do. It's not the same. So like discovering that like it takes time that you have to slow down that therefore, and again, it's like that confidence thing of like, make sure the person on the other end of the meal, even if it's just you, like isn't starving hungry and isn't freaking out. Just be like, I'm cooking now. This is my thing. I'm, I'm in the kitchen. Like maybe it's going to be an hour from this point till mealtime rather than being like, I think, I think I can whack this and out. That in 10 is very minutes. difficult. No, you... the, when, when I know, I remember when I was like, when I had an office job and I come in at seven or something, I'm like, well, I'm hungry now. Like I, the thought of waiting until eight o'clock, absolutely exactly. not. That is a big thing is we cook starving hungry being like, I want to be, I want to eat right now. So like, you know, don't, that, that's, that's when. So have a snack, happens. have so. a snack and a lovely drink of water and then cook so you're not starving. Get your snacks on the go. Get your crisp, get your dip, get your things. Get The meal is in many ways the pudding to the experience. <laughs> Very good. Okay. You don't let yourself get crisis hungry, basically. So you're slowing down. Okay. So your pan is, when it says, so listen, so this is a great one. It's listen, this dip is listen to okay. your pan. All right. The <laughs> Larry Kondo thing is saying thanks to your socks or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So listen to your pan means like if you want to get to this like i basically only just recently learned what it means because i understand that what like a gentle pleasant calm simmering sound sounds like as opposed to you know in like in like a stir fry place where they would like flambe a wok and then a flame would leap into the ceiling that was honestly what my mm. cooking was, <laughs> was like but understanding that like a low a low heat for a long time is going to produce infinitely better nicer think results than the flambe experience and look don't get me wrong there's a time and a place for a flambe it's not in your kitchen and so onions need to go in there for like half an hour what it's which you're like yeah and you're like i beg your pardon but honestly that's that's how maybe 15 minutes is the absolute bare minimum obviously certain recipes require onions to be in there for, for certain times right like so there's lots of because i've got a recipe book that my mum made me that's the best thing i own which is like all of the recipes from when i was little so then i can like remake them and a lot of it is just like cook the onions in pretty much every every uh, recipe that she's got in there starts with cook the onions and garlic until they're transparent and and I, I was like, yeah. oh, this this transparent thing, oh, it, I, it's just exactly. a saying. Is... And then you actually go, oh no, they do go transparent, but it's normally after about yeah, ten to fifteen minutes rather than half an hour. Well, sure, all right. 
so we're slowing down. We're actually listening to things. We're actually measuring stuff. We're like, we're saying, okay, this, we're not just guessing at how much things are. And, and you can become a free pourer, but it's good to have a little check about roughly how much something is. Because <laughs> if you free pour and then you're like, yeah, that's probably however 100 mils. If you then actually go and pour out 100 mils, you'll be like, oh gosh, that is, yeah. oh, that is. A Get yourself one of those little measuring jugs. They're great. Although the cheap yeah. ones, the... Um, the numbers rub off after about a day and then you can't see anything. So you've got to get a Pyrex one, unfortunately. That is what holds you back initially from cooking is that like the good stuff is expensive, but there is a reason like your grandma still has her, you know, mm. her stuff. Like they, the good stuff lasts and it will see you in good stead for, for possibly forever you know so like get the get the right stuff otherwise it'll be just be it'll be a sad disaster every day i forgot the scales as part of that initial cooking setup um getting some good scales and ones that work and that feel nice and easy to use because otherwise you'll always just be guessing and always just be saying it's probably about a kilo <laughs> throwing it in okay this one is uh, read the whole recipe before you start, like the not just the ingredients list, but the entire recipe, because there is nothing worse than being like, oh, I've got all the things. And then you start and then, and it says like the first couple of things are quite simple. And then it'll say, now pop the ham hock in the slow cooker for four hours. <laughs> and you're like, uh-huh. <laughs> okay. And then you'll think like, can I just not? And then, you, then um, you'll be eating raw ham. Raw ham again for dinner. Um, and so there's nothing worse than being surprised by the recipe halfway through um, or knowing that it's completely out of your league because it starts easy. And then you're like, and now you have to make a filigree sugar and you're like, oh, you tricked me with this recipe. Also, um, may, may I add sorry. as well, some people, um, so I've got, um, I do better with recipes that you can see. So like Instagram cooks so i save loads of recipes that i want to have a go at in a little you know when you save them i save them to a little collection called like stevie's food or something very creative like that and then it means that when i'm doing like online shopping or something i'll always have a look through stevie's food and be like what so it, it, it basically means i've got like 10 types of like vinegar in my cupboard that i've never used um but on the other and it does mean that when I'm cooking along with it, I like set my set my little phone up, and then I'll just kind of do. And I, I don't know, seeing seeing hands doing what I'm supposed to be doing is so much better. Because often yeah. in a recipe, oh, you'll just... be like, "Oh, just wait until it thickens." You're like, "Yeah, but thickens to what? Like to what consistency? Like show me, tell me. Don't just expect everybody to know." And that is what again puts everyone off cooking because it says things like, "Dice this and put it in a bain marie," and you're like. What does it mean to dice something? What does Who's it mean? Marie? Marie? Why is she helping? <laughs> this one is just somebody saying, don't put a whole pepper into an open flame and expect positive results. <laughs> Thank you. Noted. Thank you. I'll note that down. Um, and also never assume that just because you want to skip the overnight soaking of the lentils, that the lentils want you to skip the overnight soaking, <laughs> which I think is so nice. <laughs> You're like, yeah. just because you're like oh that bit that bit sounds shit like there is a reason they put God, it in you that's know, very you important have... with vegan recipes as well because i've tried to make or i have made quite a few vegan cheeses out of nuts and good lord do you have to follow that soaking because if you don't follow the soaking then you just end up with very hard nuts that are stuck together that you're eating and it's nothing like cheese terrible yeah dreadful um, just quickly, I've got the answer to what the type of knife is. I was close with butchers, but also in many ways completely wrong. It's actually called a chef's knife. Okay. That, oh God, I, I feel like we both could have come to that conclusion. I can't believe we didn't. I'm absolutely staggered that that's the name. Or a cook's knife. <laughs> 
So I asked, this is, my friend got me one of these for my birthday. So I asked her, so it's a chef's knife or a cook's knife. And with one of those, you can do absolutely anything in the kitchen. Great. So you even need a set. Okay. Uh, getting into ingredients uh, and seasoning. And, it, and you always used to see this in like um, the back of the, you know, magazines where they'd interview people and they'd say like, you're a good cook. And they'd always say like, I'm not a good cook, but I just use like really fantastic fresh ingredients and hope for the best, which I see now is code for like, I'm actually very I mean, rich. I, I feel like <laughs> most skills you can just be rich to be able to do it. Yeah. yeah. It means like I'm living walking distance of a farmer's market and I have a vegetable man who brings me wonderful mm. bits, you know, like, yeah, no shit. You're a good cook, like pissed off. But I do understand. I'm beginning to understand what that means. And this, this tip is, um, if it smells weird before it goes in, it's not going to transform <laughs> into something good once it's in the oven. Oh, wow. Yeah. I feel that. I feel that so hard. Yeah. <laughs> I've done that with, I've done that with many a mushroom. I've been like, mushrooms should oh, not smell nice. like that. Yeah. And then, and then the entire yeah. risotto smells like that. And so that is such a, like, you trick yourself into being like, it'll be fine. If it's not, if you don't smell something and go like, mm, lovely, when you're putting the ingredient in, it's not going to try and make something mm. nice on the other end. Like, you need to be ripping that, like, fresh basil and being like, oh, fresh basil, rather than, like, dragging a bit of basil out of the bottom of the fridge, <laughs> being like, and be like, it's like brown. <laughs> You've got to have nice stuff. Um, okay. Get really great quality salt and pepper. Um, a proper, like, you know, nice cracked black pepper thing that'll just make you feel so fancy and confident. And you want to be putting that in throughout the process, not just at the end. So seasoning needs to be happening constantly and equally like good salt. Like, so you can just have crap, like salt, that red, that red packet table of the salt, cheap yeah. table salt and use that sort of regularly in everything, but then have for the table, the nice like mold mm, and the sea okay. salt stuff. So you don't need to use the expensive stuff throughout. You can use the crap table salt, but then at the end, use the flaky stuff. Yeah. I remember like the sort of sure. year that I was like, oh yeah, I'll season things. That was a real big year for me. Even just like putting salt and pepper on in everything. It was like, oh yeah. Also salt. Um, the, the difference between like, uh, I don't know if I've got a, if, if I've got some food going on and I'm like, I don't really have any vegetables to go with it. Chopping in a tomato, fine. Chopping a tomato, putting some olive oil on it and some salt. It's a different it's a different fruit. Exactly right. There's any salad thing. If you just put some like raw vegetables into a bowl and throw some olive oil on the top, like it will be gross. If you individually season everything and take care of each individual ingredient, then you're like, oh, holy shit. And it's not, it's, I mean, it's a, it's a magic art, but it's not an expensive magic art. It's just the difference between putting salt, pepper, bit of lemon. Mm -hmm. Lemon is, goes in everything. Just whack a lemon on it. Oh yeah. You know? Learning to season is like, oh wow. We just went up. We just went up yeah. into second year. Oh, hello, Snape. We just smashed out this potions lesson. Oh, am I the half-blood prince? No, but you're getting there. Okay, a restaurant will add four times the amount of butter and salt that you deem acceptable at home. So I read this, yeah. and that's why everything tastes so much nicer in a restaurant. And you're like, ah, oh, yeah. Yeah. So when you when it calls for like 300 grams of butter, you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you measure it and you're like, sorry, is that a typo? Like, have you put an extra zero on the end there? But then you realize like that's how much it takes to make something be nice. So throw in your butter liberally if you someone who eats butter. If not, is there a good vegan alternative for butter? Yes, yeah, it's just like like flora do a good vegan butter. Okay. And also, and the last one for the ingredients bit is uh more garlic than you think. Oh, you need. you're preaching to the converted. I actually did uh, uh like I've got a pasta salad recipe that my mum does, which is basically like like a mayonnaise, lemony, black pepper, garlic sauce and, and then pasta and then vegetables in it. It's really nice. But it is 
raw garlic uh, so it's very serious and i was doing it just for me so i like downsized all of the recipes which is uh, all of the ingredients which is something that i very I also if you're a bit frightened of like it's so sounds so, so, so lame but i'm really bad at math so i get really upset with myself whenever i have to like okay let's just, just take that down by a third and like i don't know what that is anyway so i did it i it's, it's, I was very, very proud. Yeah. And also there's lots of conversion things online that you can just do, which is very helpful. Uh, but I forgot to take down the garlic. So the, I'm not joking, it uh, it tasted like really hot, spicy, um, because it was so garlicky. And about three days later, I still had garlic coming from my pores. I could taste, all I could taste was garlic for like three days. It was horrific. So garlic, raw garlic, sometimes you obviously don't go crazy with it. But oh my God, I absolutely love garlic. It's the best. Okay. I'm just going to bring us home by just talking about pasta. Please. Which, which has been a staple in both our lives for many years. And I've learned some things. One comes from Nigella and one comes from uh, Gino De Campo. Him of, um, you know, <laughs> the guy from, he's on uh, Good Morning with Holly sometimes. And right. he's, uh, he's the one who she said, hmm, if this had more cream, it would be like a carbonara. And he says, if my grandmother had the wheels, she would be a bicycle. <laughs> Okay, so we like him. He's great. We love Gino. And he's just been on this. If you're looking for some nice lockdown entertainment, him, Gordon Ramsay, and Fred from First Dates Restaurant have just gone on this trip around America. It is so sweet. I don't like Gordon very much or at all, but oh, it's been a really lovely show. Anyway, so lovely Gino. This is from, this is a, a combined resources pasta. Because what we do is we cook our pasta put it in the colander, of course, and then cook your sauce separately, then add them together because it looks nice and you make a sort of nice visual and then your cheese on top and your sort of triangle affair, past, you know, pasta, sauce, cheese. Mm. Um, but what you want to do is uh, boiling water, absolutely boiling, boiling water and full of salt in your saucepan. And Nigella says you want it um, as rough and as salty as the Mediterranean Sea. Lovely. So that's how salty you're going for. And you're like, gosh, that's quite salty. Yes, that's salty. And then what you can do if you are not a vegetarian, um, put a chicken stock cube into that water. If you are a vegetarian, a vegetarian stock cube will do it, but might not have quite the same kick to it, but will still add to the flavor. So put that into the pan. Then you cook your pasta in there for however long it takes. And then rather than putting it, colandering it and throwing away that water, oh, sorry, separately at the same time, you're making your sauce you are doing your slow 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 15 minute cooked onions you've got your garlic in there you want if you've got some chopped tomato a can of chopped tomatoes in the oven in the oven <laughs> sure got, where I keep them get them out of the oven they're done <laughs> if you've got tins of chopped tomatoes they're, they're your they're your good friend to always have in the house if you don't have any an actual just tomato chopped up and in there on the slow low heat will will see you see you through anything else any throw anything else in keep that there for as long as you can and then uh, tong out this pasta into the straight into the sauce. Mm, okay. And tonging action, especially if it's spaghetti, makes you feel so professional. You'd be like, "Sorry, am I am I in it? Sorry, am I an Italian, a professional Italian chef?" I don't have tongs, so I'd have to like, I uh, could we use maybe two spoons tied together with a hair bubble? <laughs> yes or stevie your bare hands into the boiling water will do just fine Great. no um, two spoons with a hair bottle will be fine a fork will do you just fine a spoon will do you the tongs really makes it feel real profesh but you don't need the tongs or but honestly i bet they're for sale at the supermarket you yeah. know for a couple of pounds you don't need nice classy good tongs like any old tongs will do you 
um, and they'll really make a difference. <laughs> Those go straight in, and then a couple of teaspoons, a teaspoon, sorry, tablespoons, big spoons of your pasta water into the sauce. Yeah. Into the sauce. Okay. So now, okay. So now the pasta, the tomatoes, the onions, everything's in the one pan together. And you've got an extra bit of your water. Throw that in as well. It's got the vegetarian stock or the chicken stock in there. And now keep it on the heat again. Maybe cover it for another couple of minutes. And now give it a chance to really like soak in and become, you know, all flavors. I'm going to do this tonight. Right? And so it'll transform it from being like, oh, pasta is quite a sad you know your lloyd grossman jar and your sad pasta and your, your cheese to sort of cover everything up it'll transform it into being like oh wow like this is a this feels like i got it in a restaurant you know and then if you cover it you want lemon crab back pepper your fancy salt bits of parmesan on the top and that's a dish i mean what a way to bring us home that is excellent and also probably one of my f- favorite episodes we've done in ages because i do like it when we try to do an episode that neither of us actually understands anything. it has been a while since we've really it as this one because when honestly when this started i was like i'm gonna smash this and then it, oh it wasn't soon before i was like oh no i have no idea what i'm talking about but <laughs> very but actually you know chef's knife cook's knife i don't know if you could just buy one knife for everything pasta water into the sauce you slow down you're 15 minutes on your onion you whack in another garlic you cook for somebody you love and you calm the shit down in the kitchen because if it's a disaster it's a disaster and you go out for tea oh what an absolute delight i mean if you have any good cooking tips please do tweet us at nobody panic pod and if you have any other topics that we don't know anything about that you want to (laughs) sort of have a vague go at then please do let us know and yeah i mean just go forth into that kitchen and whether you're a hobsman or an ovens budsman (laughs) then um just just enjoy yourself and uh yeah and there's just two recommendations of books to get us home midnight chicken is this book i was talking about by ella risbridger and also diana henry's um from the oven to the table also do follow jack munro on uh all the social media excellent just excellent uh cooking on a on a bootstrap is is their thing and um, also miguel barkley does meals for one pound on instagram and really really good stuff and also mob kitchen which i absolutely love they do great like videos that you can follow really easy to follow stuff oh, a lot of like vegetarian stuff some gluten-free things very very nice very nice nice business also follow us for more excellent excellent <laughs> just excellent hot tips <laughs> i'm at dvm the s is a five i'm at tessica and uh, see you next week guys have a lovely week have a wonderful week i hope you cook something lovely bye i believe in you bye 
When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Hi, I'm Lucy Beaumont. And guess what? I'm Sam Campbell. If you've enjoyed this podcast, you might enjoy our podcast. It's called Lucy and Sam's Perfect Brains. We have a podcast and uh, it might be, uh, I probably don't want to sound, um, you know, like I'm bragging, but it's dynamite. It is electric. It's high voltage. And please, we really need you to listen. You don't understand how much we need this. Is it on all the platforms? Oh, it absolutely is. But um, yeah, this one is coming. This one's out now. Lucy and Sam's Perfect Brands.